Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, coming to you here with another ex most excellent podcast. And thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you guys as an audience. You guys are the best audience out there. I'm not kidding. I'm not even lying. You guys are the best audience. Don't let anyone, anyone ever tell you otherwise. Anyway, be sure for the show. As always, we certainly appreciate you guys referring the show. We see the numbers grow and grow and grow on the downloads. So we certainly appreciate whoever's out there doing it, whether it's just one of you or all of you. So there you go. Go to youtube.com forward slash Chris Voss, hit that bell notification button. Go to Google Play, iTunes, and guess what? We are now on Spotify. So you can download the thing there on Spotify when you're uh, listening to, uh, you know, all your uh, gospel music. And then you want to listen to some Chris Voss show. And then you're angry after that. You listen to Metallica. You got that right all on Spotify. So, wow, that's really nice that they made that happen for us. <laughs> anyway, we've got a wonderful uh, show here. And as always, the best guest in the Chris Voss show. We've got uh, Edward uh, Roberto from Advantech, and uh, this is an interesting company and some interesting things and some builds uh, and behind the scenes of what <laughs> you use for technology. Edward, uh, thanks and welcome to the show. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. It's wonderful to have you. So uh, tell us about, give us a plug for uh, Advantech so we can check it on the interwebs and uh, research more about it as we go along. Yeah, certainly enough. Uh, you can go directly to our website at uh, www.advantech.com. That's A-D-V-A-N-T-E-C-H.com. So now you're the vertical sales manager for Advantech. And that's, a, yep. that's pretty cool. You're running a, the vertical side of the company, if you will. And I know you guys have a ton of products, so that's probably where that uh, title comes in is vertical. Um, and, uh, tell us about Avantech. What are they about? How long have they been around? What's, what's their, what's their game? Yeah, certainly. So, uh, Advantech is known as a, an OEM, uh, embedded computing or embedded technology manufacturing company, uh, been around for about 35 years. Uh, we were founded in the early eighties, uh, 1983 to be exact, uh, by an individual by the name of Casey Liu. Uh, Casey Liu is still, um, our active CEO, uh, which is kind of rare in the, uh, the corporate space. But um, yeah, globally, um, we're known as an embedded computing company. Um, there's probably over you know, 1,500 devices that were, there were or components that we're manufacturing now. And um, yeah, we've kind of spread from a component manufacturer to now providing solutions, end-to-end -end solutions for uh, a lot of industries, um, vertical sales manager, meaning we focus on, um, you know, in addition to all the different industries, focus on um, specific verticals, retail being one of them, uh, healthcare is another vertical, uh, logistics and transportation is one as well. So you guys are the original equipment manufacturer sort of providers for, for stuff. So we're not going to see a lot of your guys' products on the front end, but you guys are going to be in the makeup of uh, the construction of whatever build we have. And you guys cover everything from IoT products from, like you said, uh, 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 medical, I mean, just about every gambit where somebody needs your guys' products that you put into them. 
Correct. Yeah. So traditionally, I mean, our products are typically at the core of some of these, you know, large scale industrial smart systems. Um, over the years, I mean, you know, through R&D and a lot of development and working on different, you know, projects and opportunities with uh, different companies, um, we do now have kind of a portfolio of products uh, that are a little more customer facing. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, on the retail side, which is my domain, uh, we do have a portfolio of products that, you know, everything from, you know, your um, your visual products, your digital signage, kind of front of the house, advertising mm -hmm. menu boards. Um, we have some interactive products. So now we're moving into like interactive displays, uh, touch technology, which we manufacture as well. Um, we have a, a kiosk product offering, um, which is kind of now being adopted or into a lot of QSR space. So, you know, self-service kiosk products are kind of um, catching on, being utilized in, you know, multiple environments. Um, and then we also do point-of-sale devices. So we kind of round out, um, at least from a retail perspective, um, you know, kind of the whole gamut of solutions. Well, you guys certainly do a lot, and I'm sure you sell your products around the world. Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, we're a global organization. Um, we're, you know, physically operating in over 23 countries, uh, 90 cities worldwide. Um, you know, more about the company. We're about 8,000 employees strong. Um, we had a, um, a future retail event uh, in our Milpitas showroom, so we have a a full logistics center integration facility in Milpitas or San Jose, California. Um, and we have a, a state-of-the-art showroom there. Wow. And so you guys you guys travel. We were talking earlier in the pre-show about how you guys do different events like NAB, uh, other different uh, shows that uh, market towards what you guys are going for. And you got some upcoming shows that are going on as well. Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, since we do everything from industrial PCs, um, you know, you know, thousands of IoT components, uh, industrial displays. We're just at the Global Gaming Show in Vegas. Um, you know, for the re from a retail perspective, we have the, uh, you know, the National Retail Federation is a show that we're doing. It's coming up as well. Uh, it's in January uh, at the Javits Center in New York. Um, it's the world's largest uh, retail trade show. Uh, so we'll be there as well. Um, you know, with regards to trade shows, you'll have um, you know, we'll have a booth there kind of displaying, you know, a lot of our technology and then, you know, it gives kind of customers and uh, retailers a, a firsthand look on how our technology is actually applied and, you know, specific solutions. That's got to be pretty cool. I mean, you guys have so many different products and so many different areas that you're you're involved in. And then it sounds like you're in the back end of a lot of different stuff. So um, what would you say is your largest sort of area that you're into uh, in, in terms of like a, uh, an area like IoT or, um, you know, what, which were your largest grouping? You know, interestingly enough, um, you know, if you just take like industrial PCs, for example, I mean, we, we kind of lead, lead that space, you know, 32% of uh, all industrial PCs uh, ship worldwide are Advantech PCs. Wow. Um, so we're, we're typically at the core of a lot of these solutions and, you know, our, our product offering and our solution offering just kind of stacks up from there. Yeah. So what goes into an industrial PC? How is that different than a consumer PC? 
you know when we classify something as industrial i mean the the claim to fame for advantech and and uh, for a lot of our products is you know it's based around the quality um you know we're manufacturing components and devices which you know um industrial operators can use and a lot of it's based around the life expectancy i mean we're, we're designing and engineering products that you know you could expect to use from you know seven to ten years as opposed to you know your commercial or your uh, your consumer grade products sorry as opposed to your consumer grade products which you know they're they're cycling those out every two possibly every two to three years so we're building for longevity that's pretty awesome. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, most of my consumer products are, are built for however long it takes me to get sick of them and throw them against the wall. And then I have to get in a new one. It's kind of like the situation with most of my phones these days. <laughs> uh, and, and so you guys are in IoT. We talked about the Internet of Things. Uh, so you guys have some platforms in there. I think you mentioned you guys have some stuff in the AR, VR sort of uh, area. Yeah, so, you know, um, interestingly enough, on the retail side, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of ways that retailers are using technology to engage with customers, right? It's all about, you know, customer experience. Um, we talked earlier, I mean, augmented reality is actually, you know, something that a lot of digital signage companies or even retailers in general are using. Um, you know, you could utilize your your phone, but yeah, you know, it's geared towards mobile devices. I mean, there's there's been some games out there that use augmented reality, but um, good examples like a furniture store. You know, they're utilizing augmented reality where you have a, a tablet and you could you know kind of walk around and manipulate the furniture itself to kind of oh, set wow. up a virtual layout. So yeah, you know. Um, all these different applications are coming out. I mean, on the, the digital signage side, you know, content is just getting um, a lot more rich and intensive. Um, you know, so the way we complement that as a, you know, hardware provider is to, you know, design products that have that compute power to support that. Nice, nice. So you guys are a lot of the back end, and you guys make the world go around basically. Because if it wasn't for you guys supporting the back end, there'd be no front end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we like to see it. I mean, we're we're kind of, um, you know, I mentioned embedded computing, embedded technology. It's uh, we're, you know, I guess I can come up with the tag phrase that we're embedded in everything, um, and then just just kind of building up from there. So, you know, we are especially on the retail side, um, you know, designing and developing products that are starting to come more towards the front of the house. Mm -hmm. uh, the point of sale systems and the kiosk products but yeah it's you know nowadays you have to be a solutions provider uh, customers come to you looking for you know uh, certain devices certain components but it's all all ways and always part of a bigger project right so mm -hmm. um, we want to be able to offer our customers an end-to-end -end solution mm -hmm. and uh, you know we have a lot of good partners um, uh, that we collaborate with uh, for certain projects, uh, you know, to get customers what they need, get businesses what they're looking for. So you can custom make stuff. I mean, if a, if a company comes to you and says, hey, we want to build this, we need specific parts to it, you guys can custom build it. And of course you contract, I'm sure, with it. And you make them, uh, make their assembly lines run. 
100%. No, um, as a matter of fact, um, you know, one of the advantages of what we do being an OEM manufacturer is that we own our own manufacturing facility. Um, you know, although there are some, you know, standardized products that we have, um, you know, a good segment of what we do is original design manufacturing. Mm -hmm. So if somebody wants to build something, uh, uh, maybe a Kickstarter device, uh, Indiegogo, I've known a lot of people that have built um, those sort of products and sometimes very highly technical uh, for some of the components that go into them. You might be somebody they approach and say, hey, let's build this. And I'm sure you're working with large scale manufacturers, of course, to brand names, Fortune 100, 500 sort of stuff. Um, well, it sounds pretty awesome. You guys have been around for a long time. You have the same CEO for 35 years. That's pretty darn awesome. Um, the uh, Being around for that long and running a company seems to be, you know, the, everything just changes so much these days and, and it's so transitional. It's it's uh, rare that I meet somebody who's who's uh, been running the same company for so many years that they created. It's awesome. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's 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 definitely provided a lot of advantages from a business standpoint, and um, yeah, certainly for our customer base as well. You know, um, over thirty-five years, we've had you know that that stable leadership. You know, that singular direction. Um, you know, we we have a big customer base, and um, you know, keep in mind, um, you know, the company was built from the ground up, right? Wow. Um, Obviously, the CEO of the company um, these days is kind of, you know, focused more on on growing the company um, through like acquisitions and kind of expanding. Mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, we uh, you know, it's organic growth. Um, you know, a one point two billion dollar company um, yeah, with a global footprint. It's pretty cool that you guys do so many different products well. Like a lot of companies. Like even Apple, they they can only do you know just a very select group of products very well and and be successful at it. Um, and a lot of companies, if they get like you guys are, where there there's too much, there's just too much spread out of, of different products, they start fumbling the ball and stuff. So it's it's really kind of amazing that you guys are able to 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 really work it well and be able to master everything at once, if you will. Yeah, you know, it, it's kind of a, a necessity these days. I mean, you know, everybody talks about IoT. Uh, you know, uh, traditionally you have these, you know, uh, standalone components and devices. And now that everything is being connected to the internet, um, you know, it makes it easier to, you know, manage and scale uh, these systems. But now you have, you know, individual devices uh, talking to each other, you know. Um, which you know creates a, an intelligent system now. So you know it's just kind of the nature of uh, the business that we're in. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, we have an upcoming um, IoT summit in Shuzhou, China. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a you know large scale summit for us. Uh, it's what we call a co-creation summit. Oh. So now you know, kind of talking about those partnerships. Um, you know, there's there's a, a ton of other companies out there, some that are specific to, you know, they're independent software vendors, maybe they're, you know, some type of domain fo or yeah, domain focus uh, system integrator, mm -hmm. um, you know, to actually put out kind of the next generation of solutions, you know, which you're looking at, you know, over the next maybe 20, 30 years, um, there really needs to be some type of collaboration, right? 
Um, you know, we build a specific type of device or uh, we build components. You have a software company that brings in, you know, maybe a specific type of user interface. Um, so, you know, it's collaborating with other companies as well to build these solutions. And, you know, that, that's going to be kind of the future of our business. Uh, so you see a lot of expansion in the IoT market then? Yeah, certainly. I mean, you know, every single device, everything that's being built now in one way or another is going to be connected, right? Yeah, the. I mean, I'm just amazed. I mean, recently Amazon, I mean, my house is set up. I've got, um, I don't want to say the word, but let's just say uh, the search engine home, because as soon as I say it, I'll activate it. Or I also have the Amazon home. You know, yeah. every time I'm on a podcast and I say the name of the, the G home word or the A uh, word, uh, not that A word, but the, you know, that word, um, the, you know, I activate it and then it comes on the podcast and I'm sure it probably sets everyone else's listening to the podcast. <laughs> but, um, you know, my whole house, uh, and it's partially because I review a lot of IoT products for companies, probably that you put your products in, um, and all my lights, all my light switches uh, are all hooked up. And literally, I start my day waking up in the morning. Uh, I tell uh, I tell the devices to turn on my lights. I tell them to turn off my bed warmer. I've got an eight. Uh, the manufacturer eight has a has a bed for me, and, and it warms. And so I tell it to turn that off so it does keep running. And then I tell it to turn on my coffee maker. And so I, I have a, I sleep on the second floor where my master bedroom is. And then uh, usually by the time as I yeah, yeah, hit the bathroom and water downstairs, the coffee maker's all warmed up. I just have to press the button to tell it to make me the coffee. And uh, uh, as I go downstairs, I tell it to turn on my kitchen lights and uh, away I go. And then I come back upstairs to my office here and tell it to turn off the lights and literally I can go through almost a whole day without touching a light switch. I think my bathroom is the only thing I haven't hooked up to the thing because it's got kind of a weird lighting system uh, where there's a long row of lights and it, I, I haven't really figured out how to, well, I couldn't, I couldn't put IOT in there. I've just got to take the switch out and put it in, but the switches that I have, we reviewed, they're fairly expensive. So I got to figure out something to do with that in the future, but I'm sure it'll come. <laughs> um, but I can literally walk through my day. Uh, even when I'm gaming, when I'm sitting in front of my, my PS4, I'll turn off the office lights so that I can, you know, see the screen better. Uh, and, you know, my, the, my friends on gaming will hear me say, hey, so-and-so, home, take off, turn off all my lights or turn on my lights if I'm getting up to go get a drink or something. Um, and so it's just amazing the world we live in. And, of course, you and I are probably seeing the same things uh, in the futuristic side of things where we have refrigerators are talking to us. Amazon, Amazon just released these, these uh, products that have Alexa built into them, not necessarily, oh, crap. I just said her name, uh, but not necessarily uh, uh, the speaker part of her in the devices like microwaves and, and, and some of these appliances that people use every day. Uh, but they have it hooked up where you can talk to her through your uh, devices and then tell them to run like the microwave and say, you know, cook me some popcorn uh, yeah. and virtually she'll do it. About the only thing you have to do is put your, you know, put your cook in the thing. Um, I remember I saw, I was talking about this uh, on a show I did yesterday. Uh, I saw Whirlpool 
uh, at CES had come out with a, an oven that works with actually the Yumly app, which they also bought. And you can tell, you can look at the Yumly app, press what you want to take and cook on the Yumly app, and it will work with the oven and cook it all for you the way it's supposed to be cooked. And you don't have to sit there and go, now what's the 39 minutes you got to cook at what temperature? Uh, it's pretty an amazing world that we're going to live in. And I got to tell you, the, the verbal... Being able to walk through my world and verbally control it is pretty, uh, pretty jet, jet. What was it, George Jetson, Jetsonish, if you will? Yeah, the Jetsons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if only I could get. Uh, the only thing I need to do is cut out the part where I have to pick up the stuff from the refrigerator and put it in the oven. You know, before yeah. I tell it to cook. If we could get that, that part done. You need that conveyor belt running through your house, right? Right. Belt or the robot, uh, uh, the robot servant that runs around, and in the you know the ideal thing would be I get up in the morning and this little robot comes up and goes, "Chris, here's your coffee," and I'd be like, mm -hmm. "My coffee," and I don't I don't know if that's going to contribute to us being more sedent sedentary as a society, but I don't know. Maybe I'll save some time where I can have some time to exercise in there as well. Well, the, I, I guess the idea, I mean, it's not to get off topic, but, you know, it's it's utilizing this tech, this technology, right? Um, it, it has to be purpose-built technology. Um, you know, going back to the retail side, I mean, um, you know, companies aren't just going to implement technology just for the sake of doing it, right? There, yeah. it, there has to be something behind it, you know, reason for doing it. Um, you know, either it enhances the customer experience, maybe it, you know, uh, helps the retailer become more efficient in a process, um, you know, little things like that. But, it, you know, it's interesting you mentioned, um, you know, all the different devices in your house, uh, everything being connected now. So, you know, as a manufacturer, we kind of realize that, right? You have all these endpoints um, that are now interconnected with each other. So, you know, the way, the way we take it a step further is, um, and it's all kind of um, situated with this IoT summit, is that you know we have looked towards the software side of things. So, you know, now Advantech has what we call Wise Pass, or we have a software platform um, that is essentially utilized to interconnect all of these devices. Oh. And part of this IoT summit is, you know, how can other companies utilize our software platform, um, which is, you know, already connected to the devices that we manufacture um, to, you know, kind of, um, I guess, uh, encapsulate other solutions. Yeah. And multifaceted, I'm, there's probably a word for it, multifaceted, or there's probably some corporate buzzword, industrial buzzword for for getting all those devices to talk to each other, or having that platform. Yeah, intelligent systems. That's a, once they're once they're connected. Yeah, yeah, once they're all interconnected with each other, they become intelligent. And then you know what you're doing now, looking over your shoulder and mentioning that name that you mentioned. <laughs> once these intelligent systems start to become independent, now we're looking at artificial intelligence, which. Uh, I will even touch that. So <laughs> I'll leave the artificial intelligence. I, I can hear the Skynet Terminator music playing every time I bring up that sort of topic. Dun, dun, dun. Um, oh, and, uh, 
Yeah, it's it's uh, it's uh, artificial intelligence. Definitely is is something that's a topic of interest. Um, no. When you're dealing with the IoT area uh, and your integrated uh, intelligent systems, uh, is security a thing that you guys get into, or is that usually something you lead to the, the other software um, makers to, to develop with your guys' hardware? No, so security is certainly a thing. I mean, um, you know, considering that you know we manufacture. Um, you know, uh, solutions for so many different industries. I mean, you know, I'm specific to retail, but you know, there's a, uh, you know, um, uh, industrial automation, uh, manufacturing, transportation. Uh, you know, once we start getting into you know the the financial industry, obviously security uh, is of high importance there. But so even um, you know, an example that comes to mind. Uh, so when we're looking at retail, right? Um, retailers are utilizing devices now um, to capture analytics on their consumers, right? We want to know who our customer is, who's coming into the store. Um, you know, we create additional endpoints for customers to interact with. Uh, we're using, utilizing loyalty programs, so we're capturing customer information. Um, you know, even on the payment side, obviously there's a lot of security around payment, but, um, you know, we manufacture um, uh, gateway devices as well. So, you know, there's a heavy level of security that's applied there. Um, but, you know, consumers are concerned with, you know, identity theft. They're concerned with their own private information. So, yeah, I mean, there is a, a security always comes into place, um, you know, with everything. Yeah, with the IoT, I mean, there there has been a lot of chatter and talk about security with IoT. You know, it used to be there was only one endpoint you could get into my house if you wanted to break into my internet and maybe get access to files or identity or whatever the case was, or you just want to watch me on webcam uh, and you're the FBI, you know, that's your thing. Uh, I, I feel sorry for anybody who would have to do that. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, yeah, you've got you've got uh, uh, security is a huge thing where people, um, you know, I, I don't want my light switch or my lamp giving people access to all the things they need to take and do and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely um, I think we mentioned uh, earlier, you know, pre-show. I mean, we are, uh, you know, partnered with uh, companies like Microsoft and, uh, and Intel and, uh, you know, Intel. Um, has a ton of information uh, with regard to you know kind of like kind of utilizing their chipset and and uh, the um, uh, the technology that they have in place uh, to secure these endpoints and secure these devices. That's awesome. The um, I mean you know it's it's the future of what's coming down and where all these products can talk to each other. There's a definitely an easy way for someone to find. And, and as we're seeing with the, some of the foreign uh, countries like China and uh, everything else, they're trying to break into our, our industrial products uh, any which way they can, whether it's from nuclear facilities to, I mean, even the Chris Voss show, I'm assailed daily, sometimes thousands of times by people in China, Poland, Russia is a big favorite. I mean, you name, you name any one of these sort of, uh, uh interesting company or countries let's put it that way um they're hacking they're trying to hack my website and pop it 
Um, they're trying to get in everything that they can, steal, I suppose, whatever secrets they can. And and I'm sure you deal with that in industrial where people need that security and protection so that so that the, they're not exposed and their secrets aren't exposed and how to do things. Or, you know, someone might take try and take control or disable those systems. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, there's 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 probably multiple approaches, but you can certainly secure devices through a software application. Um, you know, going back to, um, you know, one of the great value propositions um, that Advantech has is that we manufacture our own devices. We manufacture them in our own facility. So we actually own the manufacturing plant. Um, so from our perspective, in terms of, you know, um, tampering and, you know, um, securing the devices. Uh, we have control of those products from raw material to finished products. So, you know, we can we can document that that manufacturing process. We have the you know the QA QC control. Um, you know, we're not outsourcing uh, the manufacturing of our, our boards and upwards. So, um, you know, that those are some of the pro the approaches that we take um, with securing that product. That's awesome. So what do you guys see in the future? What are, what are some fields that you guys see in the future that are going to be really technologically advancing and, and, uh, and uh, becoming the next big thing, if you will? You know, there, there's going to be a ton of stuff. I mean, um, you know, since, since we do so many devices for so many different industries, I mean, you know, things are kind of, I mean, technology is being used everywhere, right? Uh, you know, IoT is obviously, like we mentioned, the buzzword and kind of the future of that interconnecting all of these devices. Um, you know, I could tell you from my standpoint, I mean, I'm more... Um, uh, more of a domain specific towards retail. Um, everything's going to come back to, especially in the retail space, everything's going to come back to, you know, the more, most important person in retail, which is the customer. Yeah. Right. You know, what, what retailers are doing now um, is that they're trying to create uh, this customer experience, you know, um, at the, the future retail event that we actually had in Milpitas, uh, one of the sessions was about, you know, redefining the customer experience. Um, there's a lot of competition out there. You know, your, your traditional brick and mortar re retailers are now competing with your e-tailers, your, your online, um, yeah. online retailers. Um, and then in addition to that, I mean, we have, uh, we're in a unique scenario where we have, you know, at least four, maybe five generations of consumers now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how do we cater our products and our services? How do we define this customer experience uh, for that specific consumer? So what I see on the customer experience side is, you know, kind of utilizing technology um, to personalize that experience for customers. Um, you know, everybody has their mobile device now, right? This is what we're all familiar with. Um, you know, right now, this is my customer experience. It's a personalized customer experience. So when I go in a store, I'm looking for that same type of experience. You know, I want the in-store experience to be personalized. So you're going to see, you know, um, we have a, a, a company, a software company, a partner, uh, that has that utilizes a digital signage product that has a augmented reality, so you can stand in front of it and it actually you know shows you a scarf, a virtual scarf around your neck, right, or a virtual handbag. So 
um, yeah, a lot of the, you know, next generation technology is going to be around enhancing that customer experience. You know what I need is I need an AR device that everyone else has so that when I walk around, I'm wearing Louis Vuitton and Versace and I look really fashionable uh, in everybody else's mind that sees me. Like when they see me, they're like, wow, that guy buys expensive clothes and dresses really nicely. In the meantime, I'm wearing the rags that I usually wear. Um, and, uh, and I'm just walking around, but everyone's fooled by the AR version. I need like a AR projection hologram clothes wear sort of device. Yeah. Just a little dome around yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that makes me about 50 pounds slimmer. Makes my face like a little tighter, you know, kind of like those apps the girls are using on Instagram now where they can make everything, you know, all the wrinkles go away and other face yeah, and stuff. Right. And uh, not that they need it, but evidently people are using it. Um, well, that's what I need. But I don't need it for me when I hold up my phone. I need it for everyone else, the hologram projection device that puts Versace on me or something. I don't know, Louis Vuitton or I don't know. You can tell I don't have any clue what I'm talking about with those, when it comes to those clothes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're getting one step closer in the We've seen we've seen how you dress. We we want nothing to do with you. Um, <laughs> they're just like, yeah, you're you're the biggest fashion car wreck we've ever seen. You know, you bring up a good point that's interesting that I never really thought about. With people living longer, you're right. We do have the largest range database of of consumers going from you know uh, uh, people that are born, and now we have you know one of the oldest groups of of living humans as a large group, uh, people that are living longer and, and experiencing uh, longer lives. And definitely there are people that are still consuming products. And, and uh, that's, that's really, I never really thought about that, but like, I think you said what, six generations or something. Yeah, uh, I think we're, we're from traditionalists to mm -hmm. now Gen Z. Yeah. Um, Generation Z. I don't know if it's officially defined as Generation Z, but I think it is. Yes. And you your yeah, your millennials, your baby boomers, your Gen X, all in between. Yeah. yeah, all the way from all the way from Gen Z people who are like, I I don't have time to type in Google. Can you type it in for me? Um, which I get a lot from the Gen Z folks. You're you're just like you're the Google generation. Just learn to search it, buddy. I don't know why this is your thing. It's like my parents do that for me. Um, and then you have, you know, people like my mom, who's wonderful, but you know, she calls me and I can't hook up the Bluetooth. And I'm like, all right, here, here's how we do this. So uh, making products that can span that or target that, I suppose is an important aspect to retailers out there. Yeah, certainly. And you know, um, you know, depending on, you know, what stat you look at. I mean, you could break down each generation by disposable income and buying power. And, uh, you know, oddly enough, even even the youngest generation, Gen Z, there is a, a significant amount of, uh, of buying power that they have out there. So, you know, as a retailer, you know, you certainly want to make sure that your customer experience or, you know, is kind of geared towards that, uh, that demographic. Mm -hmm. And so you probably work with retailers and to help them target that market and get the get their products to market so they can really achieve results with those different bases. 
We do, yeah. What's interestingly enough is that we have, you know, you can even take your your um, your digital signage product, right? Um, now we're, you know, connecting devices to a, a standard, you know, LCD display, uh, 3D cameras, uh, sensors. Uh, now we're able to, you know, the idea is to capture analytics on, you know, um, uh, people that are uh, in your store, your customers. Um, your we're you know, tracking uh, foot traffic in the store. So when a retailer pushes out a marketing campaign, you know, what does that mean to attracting people into the store? Um, we're able to do heat mapping within the store. So, you know, what part of the store is actually, um, what, what part of the store are customers gravitating to? You know, is, is it the, uh, uh, the visual retail display that we have over here? Is it the seasonal products that are over here? Uh, so a lot of it is is capturing analytics and utilizing you know sensors and devices to do that. That's pretty darn amazing. So uh, give us your plugs again. Let's uh, talk about the website where it is, and we'll wrap up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you can go directly to our website, advantech.com. Um, it's a well-built web website. We have it you know broken up um, from uh, different industries, different verticals. So. You know, if you're looking for, uh, you know, products um, geared towards the retail environment, uh, you can look at our product portfolio there. Uh, if you're, you know, in, in industrial automation, you can look at our products there. Uh, we do a lot in the gaming space. Uh, so we have a microsite on there. There's a lot of information on, you know, uh, products and services that we provide for, uh, for the gaming industry, uh, so on and so forth. So, yep, advantech.com. Um, start there. Um, Where's the next they can see you at? You can also you can reach out to me, shoot me an email, uh, okay. edward.roberto at advantech.com. You can find me on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, sounds good. Well, thanks for being on the show, Edward. We certainly appreciate you and uh, uh, an amazing discussion on uh, what's happening in the future and what's coming in these products and stuff. And it's good to know there's a good, confident company behind some of these products that we see out there in the market. <laughs> there you go. Um, thanks my audience for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. Be sure to refer the show to your friends, neighbors, relatives, dogs, cats, cousins. Tell everybody about the show. We certainly appreciate it. They go to Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and you can subscribe there. Just about any podcast app as well. You can go to youtube.com for slash Chris Voss and hit that bell notification so you get all the notifications of all the cool stuff we do on the YouTube channel as well. Anyway, thanks for everyone for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time.